Hey, 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 this is Janet. I help rebel progressive women to get the most juice and joy out of life. So if that sounds like something you want more of, listen on. Hello, my friends. So today I want to talk about, well, I want to answer the question, who is the empress and what is her zone? In other words, why is this whole podcast called the empress zone? So <laughs> let me unpack that for you. Anyone who's been in my world for about five minutes knows that I'm fairly much to the left of politics. I'm progressive and proud to be so. So it seems really odd to be talking about empires and empresses. Um, but what I'm what I mean by empress is someone who is in charge of an empire and the empire to which I am referring is your own life. This is not about you going out there and conquering other lands, but it is about recognizing that your own life has multiple kind of territories within it, if you like. So politically speaking, an empire is a collective of or a, a gathering of or even a colonialization of different territories. So there are multiple, if you like, monarchies or kingdoms or territories or states that are then ruled over by this overarching construct called an empire, which is usually ruled by an emperor or an empress. That's the political construct of it or the, 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 the concept behind it. And I will be the first to say that that, that empire, aggressive um uh, colonializing empire is really unhealthy. It's been terrible for people and for the planet. It's not been a good thing. However, what I'm talking about in this space, and I may talk politics in some episodes, so <laughs> you may not have heard the last of that, but for today and in this space, what I want to talk about is your role as the empress of your own life. When you think about it, there are multiple pieces within your life and there are multiple different ways of dividing up your life, if you like. I mean, life is not compartmentalized. Ultimately, everything blurs into, ev everything melds into everything else. But there are ways of thinking about your own life that I think are helpful. So for one, for one example would be that you can think about your role as the empress with responsibility for, with rulership over the areas such as body, mind, spirit, emotion. And when I say rulership over, think benevolent. Don't be thinking about ruling things with an iron rod. This is more about responsibility for, which means you need to care for, you need to nurture. Part of your work as an empress is to nurture your the parts of your life, the pieces of your life, the characters within your life, um, within your own psyche. And that brings me to the second piece, which is kind of the where I really find my wheelhouse. And this is the different parts of your psyche that you can understand through models and languages such as astrology. Now, astrology happens to be the symbolic language that I use with my clients. I don't think that the stars dictate who you are. That's very old-fashioned thinking. But they do reveal the strengths that you bring with you your natural superpowers, if you like. And these can be connected with or understood through um, the different areas of life or the different things that different parts of your psyche is interested in. So for example, um, there's the part of your psyche that is very eager for intellectual curiosity, to understand how things work. 
to be able to understand how systems work, how you to be able to look at how you think and understand how you can change your thoughts. And then there's another part of your psyche that's really, really interested in your life mission, what you came here to do. In astrological terms, that's the area of life that Saturn is particularly interested in. When it comes to things like communication and how your mind works, that's where Mercury has a special interest. Um, when it comes to understanding who you are and, and being very interested in collaboration and partnering up with other entities, that's where Venus is interested. And we can understand all of these different things, these different parts of ourselves, and then we can become... The, the, or rather, the more we understand about all of that, the more we recognize that we are the empresses of our own lives. And the truth is, most women and men, but I've never been a man, so I can't really speak to that experience, but I do know what it's like for women, that we are not raised to be empresses of our own lives. We are raised in large part to pay more attention to other people's ideas about how we should run our lives than to our own preferences, desires, and gifts. So we look to our we look to our parents, we look to our teachers, we look to our siblings, we look to the media, we look to um, <clears throat> you know in adult life we look to our gurus. If if we're in business, we look to all of the business experts to tell us how to do things. And the truth is, at the end of the day, you're the one in charge. You're the one who gets the final say. Because nobody else can carry that can for you. You're the one with that responsibility for these different areas of your life, your money, your health, your relationships, your um, your your hobbies, the things you're passionate about. You get to just make all of those decisions and very often it doesn't feel like that. And here's the thing. You arrived on the planet with a whole set of superpowers and natural gifts. Everything that you subsequently learned came later. And it didn't get rid of those natural gifts that you brought with you. Nobody arrives on the planet as a blank slate. You arrive here with all of these amazing capacities. <coughs> Pardon me. All these amazing things that you can do. And over a period of time, sometimes those get hidden from you by the rules of engagement that you are taught other standard ways to be. And none of that is to do with being an empress. Mostly it's to do with being a peasant. It's a little bit like, you know, there's fairy tales where the princess gets lost in the forest and then she's raised by peasants. And then eventually her true nature comes forth and they find out that she's actually a princess. In that moment, she's got to do this weird transition thing of going, wait a minute, I've always been raised by thinking I was a peasant and being raised by lovely, lovely people who were peasants and they didn't, they didn't know how to train me to be a a future leader. They didn't know how to train me to be a future queen. I have no idea how to do this. This is part of the journey of life. This is part of what we came here to do is to learn how to be our own empress. And the thing is with every empress, she doesn't necessarily know how to do everything herself. Her, her work is to surround herself with a team of smart people, courtiers in the terms of a, a royal court, um, and if, if you know, in a royal court, you would have had, um, you would have had your your royal astrologer, you would have had your strategic advisor, you would have had your military planner, you would have had 
experts in their particular field who would give you expertise, who would give you ideas, who would give you information, data. Maybe it's about the astrological weather of the day and how it's going to um, affect you personally so that you can decide how best to set your sails to take advantage of that weather rather than just being blown around by it. Um, it might be um, <clears throat> your royal doctor who can advise you on the best way to look after your health. There are so many different ways in which an empress can seek out wise advice and not give over control. So your, your life is not a democracy. Your life is not a collective and you can have a team to support you with it. And for me, that's the key. And this space, the Empress Zone, is where I will share the bits of expertise that I have to support you in your journey of becoming an Empress, of claiming that, that sense of rulership and responsibility over your own empire, the empire of your life. Even on days, I'm here to tell you, because <laughs> I have these days, um, even on days where the only thing you know how to do is lie on your bed and sob your heart out because stuff's going pear-shaped or just because for no reason at all. And I have those days and I still recognise that I'm still the empress of my life. Nobody else does it for me. I have a huge support team, but at the end of the day, I'm the one in charge. Not the stars, not my team, not my coach. It's me. It comes back to me. And being able to kind of relax into that and have this team of people that I trust and recognize that I'm the one in charge and I can always ask for help. For me, that's the sweet spot where I find my biggest power. And that's what I want to help you to get in touch with as well. So that's the long answer to the question. Who is the Empress? Well, it's you. It's also me, but that's in my life. In your life, it's you. And what is her zone? It's this playground. It's this space where every time I record an episode, it will either be something about the astrological weather and how it might be affecting you. It might be about astrology itself, some of the concepts within astrology, the way I use it, which is different from every other astrologer, as is, I mean, every astrologer is different and unique. It's not that I'm special, but I, but I, I come to astrology from a very power-oriented coaching kind of background. Um, I will also be offering coaching tips from the work that I do as a coach, which is largely revolves around the idea of neuroplasticity. In fact, in other words, your ability to use thoughts and behaviours to change and rewire your own brain so that it is more supportive. Because here's the thing, if you want to live the life of an empress, you kind of have to have the empress's brain on board. And if your brain was raised by people who didn't understand the idea of you being in charge of your life, if that was a part of what you experienced, and we are all bombarded by those messages all the time, by the way, if that's what you've experienced, then having some tools at your fingertips to help shine and polish that empress brain of yours, um, that's always going to be helpful. So that's part of what I'm going to be providing. So thank you for listening. I hope that was helpful. And um, if you've got any questions, uh, my contact details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.
Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope this was helpful or useful or interesting. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, if you've got any questions, any comments, any help that you would like from me, then feel free to contact me. All my links will be in the show notes. Uh, love you lots. See you next time.